Hallelujah. Thank you for tuning in. Hey guys, I know I look tired. It's been a long day, uh, but I want to share something with you. And I'm not even going to go through the news today. We already know there's a war that's happening. The Bible says there'll be wars, there'll be rumors of wars. Uh, we're going to pray for the people of the Ukraine. We're going to pray for the people of Russia. We're going to pray for the people of Belarus. We're going to pray for all the people in Eastern Europe that are being affected by what's happening. And I am going to share uh, some concerns later in the video, uh, but I really, really feel like I need to get this message out today because I am just hearing from so many of you all over the world that are so worried and concerned about what's happening. And if you got your Bibles, let's just uh, turn there. You can go to John 16, 33. John 16, 33. I'm going to read it. I'm looking at a screen in front of me here and it says this. It says, I have told you these things so that in me you may have peace. In this world you will have trouble, but take heart. I have overcome the world. Friends, we talked about on Sunday uh, that we're going to have to really discipline ourselves and this is part of coming out from among them, disciplining ourselves to, to be in the world, but not of the world, to discipline ourselves, to put on the garment of praise, to understand that our life here is literally but a vapor. We're, we're going to be here for a season. Uh, the job for us to, to do here is to be about the Great Commission, to, to go and to make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, in the name of the Son, in the name of the Holy Spirit. Okay, teaching them the ways of the word of God, getting people saved and set free and healed and delivered. And never have I been more on fire for the Lord than this season right now. People say, what, Todd, how can you be so on fire? Because the Bible is literally coming to life. The Bible is literally coming to life before our eyes. And we were told that these things would happen and they're happening. And so what does that do? That just validates our faith even more. As if we needed any more proof. God is showing us once again, this stuff is real. His word is real. Think about this. With all the science, with all the stuff that they tell us, that all these discoveries and things, they have still not been able to prove one jot or one tittle of the word of God wrong. Why? Because the word of God is true. The word of God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. So we read a scripture right here and it says, but take heart for I have overcome the world. Listen. If you're listening right now in the Ukraine, I understand. I can't possibly relate to what you're going through right now. But I do have pastors and friends that are in the Ukraine that watch this broadcast. And so I am not sitting here today uh, lacking sympathy one bit because I can only imagine what you're going through over there. And we want to pray for you. And we want to pray for every person involved in this, whether you're Russian, whether you're Ukrainian, whether you're from Belarus, whether you're from Eastern Europe. The entire region is on high alert right now. And honestly, in America, we should be on high alert too because we, we could be involved in a nuclear catastrophe. I mean, there could be a nuclear war. You know, the world is a very unstable place. But see, here's the thing. He has come to overcome the world. And that's what the Lord has done. And, and so in Matthew 9, 2, it says this. It says, uh, just then, some men brought to him a paralytic lying on a mat. When Jesus saw their faith, he said to the paralytic, Take courage, son. Your sins are forgiven. In John 14, 4, uh, 14, 27, it says, Peace I leave with you. My peace I give you. I do not give to you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled. Do not be afraid. The devil's biggest thing. Listen, why did, why did Christ say take courage not to heal the paralytic, 
okay, but that his sins were forgiven because this whole thing is about our soul. Our entire existence on this planet is about our soul, where we're going to spend eternity. That's why God's given us free will. That's why he's given us free will. And the devil, what he tries to do is he tries to use certain tools like fear and doubt, okay? Because if he can use, if he can levy the fear enough against a believer in Jesus Christ to make them forget about who they are, forget about the God that they serve, forget about the power and the authority that they have in the name of Jesus and by the power of the Holy Spirit, if the devil can get them to, to forget that, then what happens? They veer off course. They become afraid. They become fearful. They become weary. They become tired. They start giving up. Do you see people doing that? Do you see people afraid, afraid right now in the last two years? You know, all the fear. I mean, people are still writing me saying, Pastor Todd, I'm sorry that in the beginning of the pandemic, you know, I, I was arguing with you because I didn't want to believe what you were saying was true because I was listening to the news. I'm getting these types of letters. We've known this whole thing from the very beginning was a spiritual attack. I mean, these people in the fake news media, why all of a sudden are we believing what they say now? They've lied to us for years. We've literally talked about Operation Mockingbird. We've literally, listen, I put something up on my Facebook. I'm gonna pull it up right now. Give me a second here. On my Facebook today, this was from the former CIA director. And they're gonna say, oh, it's not true. It's not real, whatever. They'll probably fact check it. The guy's name was William Casey. And he said, we'll know disinformation. Our disinformation program is complete when everything that the public believes is false. <laughs> Literally, the, guy's the, the guy that runs the CIA. And we know that these operations and things that are happening all around the world are probably induced by our own deep state cabal that wants these things to happen, right? Are you tracking with me? This whole thing is a spiritual battle. This whole thing from the pandemic to what's happening now. It's all a spiritual battle, light versus darkness. And the devil wants to use the tools to levy against the people of God, to make us walk away from our faith. And just like what happened with Job, you know, curse God, curse God, he doesn't hear you. Curse God, he doesn't answer your prayers. You know, walk away from your faith because why? Because without faith, it's impossible to please God. But with faith, we can move a mountain. He said the faith of a mustard seed. So think about this whole thing, okay? What did he leave with us in John 14, 27? He said, peace I leave with you. A peace that passes understanding. My peace I give to you. I do not give to you as the world gives. Okay, what is the world giving us? Lies, propaganda, fear, doubt, uh, sexual immorality. You know, they're telling us there's all these genders. They're telling us that Christianity is hate. They're telling, you know, they want to take God out of everything. They just lie, 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 lie. The mainstream corporate media, bop, 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 lie, 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 lie. That's what they've been doing. But why, why as people of God do we believe this stuff? Why do we buy into it? Because you know what? I don't know. I mean, honestly, I think it's our propensity as humans is, is, is just to, you know, I guess, listen to what people are saying. And, you know, it's like what the devil did in the Garden of Eden, right? Did he tell you that he, you couldn't eat from that tree? I mean, surely you won't die. It's the same thing that the modern day prophets of Baal do. They lie to us. They tell us all these lies, all this propaganda, and they want us to be so overwhelmed and so consumed and so full of fear so that we can have doubt and we can lack the faith because without the faith, it's impossible to please God. Does that make any sense? So in John 15, 18, it says this. It says, if the world hates you, understand that it hated me first. 
Who lives in us? The Holy Spirit of living God. If we've accepted Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior, the Holy Spirit of living God comes in our heart. And what happens? He lives in us. The body is the temple of the Holy Spirit, right? So think about this, okay? If the world hates us, we have to understand it, they, the world hated Jesus first, right? So, you know, it's not a bad thing. It's a good thing. Uh, Acts 14, 22, it says, strengthening the souls of the disciples and encouraging them to continue in the faith. We must endure many hardships to enter the kingdom of God. Are we dealing with hardships right now? Yes. Okay, what does it say in that scripture? In Acts 14, 22. Now, in Acts chapter 2, what happened? The Holy Spirit of living God came, filled them, empowered them, gave them the strength, gave them all the tools, everything that they would need to be successful. Think about that, right? So in Acts 14, just a few chapters later, strengthening the souls of the disciples and encouraging them to continue in their faith. And what does it say in quotations? It says, we must endure many hardships to enter the kingdom of God, they said. Now, in Romans 8.37, it says this. I'm just, I'm just going to spew off a bunch of scriptures here because I want to encourage you because why? Faith comes from hearing. Hearing from what? Hearing from the word of God. That's why we're talking about the word of God. We're not talking about the war. We're not talking about, because I want to talk about the word of God. It feeds the soul. It feeds the soul because somebody needs to be fed today. Somebody needs to be fed today, okay? It says this. Sorry, my phone's blowing up right now, but it says this. It says in Romans 8.37, it says, no, in all things, we are more than conquerors through him who live, who loved us. More than conquerors. Wait a minute. Did he say we're losers? Did he say we're going to lose? Did he say that we're done? Did he say that we're defeated? Did he say that it's all over? There's going to be a nuclear war. We're all going to die. No, he says we are more than conquerors for him who loved us. In 2 Corinthians 2.14, it says, But thanks be to God who always leads us triumphantly. 2 Corinthians 2.14. But thanks be to God who always leads us triumphantly as captives in Christ and through us spreads everywhere the fragrance of the knowledge of him. In 2 Corinthians 4, 7, it says, now we have this treasure in jars of clay to show that this surpassingly great power is from God and not from us. Let's go back to the original scripture now in John 16, 33. It says, I have told you these things so that you may uh, have peace. In the world, you will have much trouble. But take heart, I have overcome the world. If you're sitting in the Ukraine right now, I don't want you to think, oh, this pastor has no sympathy for me. Listen, I'm somebody that's endured tragedy in my life multiple times, uh, losses of loved ones, being stabbed nine times in the heart. But I can't imagine what you're going through right now in this war, in this theater of war. Uh, I know friends of ours that have family members that are taking up arms and going in the streets. Okay, this is real. It's happening. And uh, I know there's many different views on what's going on and who's the good guy and who's the bad guy and what's actually happening. But I don't think anybody's going to argue, at least I hope not, that there is certainly a conflict. There's definitely people dying. And there's definitely a very concerning situation in our world right now. Okay? That's why yesterday we talked about at the Sunday service getting out of just, you know, living in the world, but not being of the world. We're citizens of heaven. We're not citizens of this world. Because it's so important that we understand the distinction of that. Putting on the garment of praise. Praise him in the middle of the situation. If you're in Ukraine right now, I've seen many of you already doing it on videos. Praising the Lord in the middle of the situation. I believe God is going to protect you. I believe your life is going to be spared. I believe you're going to live and you're not going to die. 
Declare it, decree it, call upon the name of the Lord. The Bible says those who call upon the name of the Lord will be saved. But everybody, this is to everybody around the world right now. We need to be praying. We need to be fasting. Okay, we all need to be interceding. We all need to be praying for our brethren, both at home and abroad, because this could affect everybody. Uh, even if it doesn't affect us and we're not in the theater of war, it's still going to affect us financially. It's going to affect the energy sector. It's going to affect the gas prices. It's going to affect the food. Many of you don't even know that the Ukraine is like a, like California. They got a lot of farms and a lot of different things that are producing a lot of food. And that affects the entire world supply of food. There's, a, there's all different types of factors here, from energy, from food, all different types of things. So here's the deal, guys. We have got to understand that God has... has told us that these things would happen, told us, okay? But take heart, for he's overcome the world. He's overcame this situation. We Listen, I'm not saying we're in the tribulation right now, but I believe if we're alive in this hour, he, he knew that we would have to have the fortitude. He knew that we would have to have the strength. He is equipping and anointing generals in the faith and people of God that are gonna give prophetic words and utterances and encouragement and strengthen the body of Christ right now. Because he has overcome the world and greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. We're in the world, but we're not of the world. And we can find the peace that passes understanding and that joy that's unspeakable and be full of glory and put on the garment of praise and just praise him in the middle of the situation and find that peace and find that rest. I encourage you to turn off the prophets of Baal. Turn off the mainstream corporate media. Everybody around the world right now, what we need to be doing is call upon the name of the Lord. Lord, you see our situation. And we're gonna do that together corporately in just a minute. Yes, I'm tired, but I came on today because I wanna encourage you. We serve the God of heaven and earth. We serve the King of glory. He is, listen, he is alive. He is living. He is moving on our behalf. I believe he's in the middle of something. I believe he's separating the wheat from the chaff. I believe that we're the 300, those that are willing to stand for righteousness, those that are willing to endure until the end. He made us for this time. Listen, we're warriors. Look, I've been working out. I'm, I'm, I'm pumped. Okay, and I'm not saying that to Brad. I'm pumped. I'm, I'm in good shape right now. I'm ready. We need to be physically fit, mentally fit, spiritually fit. Come on. I'm ready for the battle. I'm ready for the battle. I'm not saying bring it on, but I'm saying I'm prepared. Okay, I'm strengthening my faith. I know that what God has promised, he's also able to do. And so I have an account in righteousness. My bank account may freeze here in the United States. It may get hacked. There may be a cyber attack, but my account isn't in that bank. My account is in righteousness. Come on. We're like the tree that's planted by the water. We're standing on the promise of God, which is yes and amen. Hope in a future. We are not going to grow weary. We're not going to be defeated. We're going to rise up to the occasion and we're going to be the church. We're going to be the head and not the tail. Come on. How many of you are pumped about this? I'm telling you, this is the church's greatest hour. We're going to see miracles, signs, and wonders, the greatest harvest of all time. This is what we've been made for. I'm going to read the scripture one more time and then I'm going to try to get some rest because I really need it. John 16, it says, I have told you these things so that in me you may have peace. In this world you will have trouble, but take heart for I've overcome the world. Whatever your situation is right now, person of God, God has overcome it already. He's already it's not even that you're going to win, 
you have one. Satan is under your feet. Start decreeing and declaring. You say, Pastor Todd, I don't see it manifesting in the natural. That's okay. You know what? Declare it, decree it. The Bible says what's bound on earth is bound in heaven. What's loosed on earth is loosed in heaven. Start decreeing, declaring over your situation. Start putting on the garment of praise. Praise him in the middle of the storm and see what he does. The devil's a defeated foe. He only can use his devices of fear, of perversion, of lies, of propaganda. That's why we're seeing it manifest in the natural because that's what the devil does. He's a liar and it's a lie from the pit of hell. But we know who we are in Jesus Christ. We are victorious. We're not victims, we're victorious. Let's pray for the people that are affected in this situation right now and let's pray for the people of God. Heavenly Father, I thank you. I thank you, Lord God, that we are not gonna grow weary in doing good. Yes, it's important we rest. Yes, it's important we take care of ourselves. Yes, it's important, Lord God, that we follow your word. We must. But Lord God, your word is a lamp unto our feet, Lord God. You have given us a commission, a great commission to go and to make disciples of the nations, Lord God. You've told us to go out, to cast out, to drive out, to take the territory for the kingdom of God, whether the saint of God that's listening right now is in the Ukraine, is in Russia, is in Belarus, is in Eastern Europe, is anywhere in the world right now that's in conflict or, or, or in a place of, uh, of concern right now, Lord God, or they're, they're under attack and it seems imminent, imminent Lord God. I pray, Lord God, that you would give them protection. You'd be a shield. Lord, you say in your scripture, thou, O Lord, art a shield around me. You're the glory and the lifter of my head. I pray you'd lift their head right now. I pray you'd give them encouragement, strength, peace, rest, hope. Lord God, they'd feel your presence. They'd put on the garment of praise and start worshiping and praising you. And Lord God, I believe you're gonna be that shield of protection around them. They will not die, but they shall live. Hallelujah. Thank you, God. And Lord God, let him be on fire for you. This is the greatest hour of the church. This is for the ecclesia. It's the greatest hour, Lord God. Let us operate in the optimal calling, Lord God. Let us be on fire for you. Let us find our peace and our rest in you, Lord Jesus. We thank you, Father God. Take away the fear. Take away the doubt. Take away the insecurity in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Listen, I am not gonna grow weary. I'm telling you right now, I'm standing on the promise of God. I know what he said in his word. I know what he's told the prophets. God is gonna move on our behalf. Our job is to repent. Our job is to stand. We wanna be a Nineveh and not a Sodom and Gomorrah. That means we need to repent. We need to stand on the promise of God. In 2 Chronicles 20, when the people went into the battle, they already had the word that they were gonna win, but they still had to go in and take their position. But God went before them and he fought the battle. That's what he's going to do. But our job is to stand and our job is to stand on the word of God and our job is to repent and to not worship idols and not to be given unto sin and to, to temptation and to fear and to doubt and to worry, but instead to listen to what the Bible says. And so we're going to stand. We're going to stand. Amen. I'm telling you, I hope you're fired up. Go outside and just start running around and worshiping the Lord. I know. I'd listen, just start praying and put on that garment of praise. If you need to go take a walk, if, if the weather's allowing you to do that, it's not snowing or it's not super cold or whatever, if you can go out, take a walk, put on the garment of praise, get into the secret place. I'm telling you guys, we're not done. God's not done with America. God's not done with you. There is hope. There is rest that's available. He brings rest to the weary. Faith comes from hearing, hearing from the word of God. Start reading the word of God. Get into the presence of the Lord. All right, I love you guys. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Have a blessed day.